3: Edition of the Laurie and Julia show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We're actually quite uh, happy that it's raining right now because if it were any colder, it'd be snowing. So we're glad that it's raining.
4: Well, you know what? I've got a real good idea for drivers based on my driving I had to do this morning. And I mean, it, well, it doesn't matter how many miles, it is the fact that it's Pothole City. Oh, it's unbelievable. On streets and freeways, I need a mouth guard. It's so. <laughs> oh, you, 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 oh my. Well, you could use a helmet if you're a big commuter because I read a story in the Star <laughs> Tribune that, Joe, God,
1: that Bobby goes. and Joe's Auto
4: World had like like 12 cars. Blew out a tire, you know that like tunnel, like right there as you're coming into downtown Minneapolis. The Loring. No, the other one where you're coming down, like if you're coming from north, northern, like okay, from yeah, yeah, yeah. or coming splitting mm-hmm. off on two hundred and eighty, and that the Lowry yeah. Street Bridge is there, whatever, uh, uh, okay. whatever. Yeah, Maybe right, Hennepin. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there is like. There a pothole of such epic proportion, it's immediately blasting people's tires to shreds, and they have like they had like 14 cars and from the same from the same pothole pothole that's like uh-huh. more like a crevice.
5: I know where the other one
4: is. Yeah. Did you hit it? Did you wish you had a mouth guard or a helmet? No,
5: because the guy (laughs) warned me about it, and I thought, oh, wow, this is so safety, and then called me twice and warned me about what lane to be in, because it's hidden underwater. Yes, that's the problem. so bad, I guess. Yeah.
4: I mean, it is, like, really... A a, mouth guard. A mouth guard, just to kind of... (laughs) 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 Because I was on... Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. every this—it doesn't matter what street you're on, and like you said, with the water,
5: it's unbelievable.
4: It is kind of unbelievable. And I, um, I had, um, I had a physical therapy uh, appointment. Julia, yes. I'm doing muscle um, recruitment right now. Is on my that body. what they're calling it? Yeah. we're trying to find it from one place and put it in another place. Muscle recruitment, and you know, I can. Hello, muscles. <laughs> Hello, I need they, muscles. They've never been Looking recruited for before. You to know? bring the muscles, I know it, and anyway, I'm I've t- never heard of that <laughs> <laughs> muscle either. recruitment, no. isn't it fabulous? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like so, s- a
5: new term I heard, skin fasting, but we'll get to oh, that later. Oh, yeah,
4: like that's a good one. So I said, because I'm giving him all my body confessions about all the things because I'm don't hurting. Do no, the week. I'm doing like like Casey, you know, he's a High discipline, low maintenance man. And so he said to me, You should be doing those stretches every day. And I said, Oh, my guy told me these next set of exercises for the cold shoulder, for the frozen shoulder, I should do every other day. And he kind of, you know, just gave me side eye. So I get, you know, pressure. And so, like, for the last week, I've done it every day. And every day I'm, I'm sore and sore and to the point where, you know, I'm like had trouble sleeping last night. So I confess all of this to him and he goes, well, we're doing muscle recruitment, and we're strengthening, <laughs> not stretching. I said, I am going to report this to my husband, who's so bossy in the physical therapy department.
5: It's so, okay, so you're talking about your husband, my older brother. Yes. So there's five of us in seven years, and Casey's the oldest, and my little sister, Catherine's the youngest. Those two, Donnie, yeah. you've never met Two people with more high discipline, with more discipline in your life. Yeah, but imagine. yeah, both in of your... them are low maintenance people. Okay. I mean, yeah, sort can you of. Be both? And highly opinionated. Good well, line. yeah, that's a yeah. given with an oldest yeah. and
4: a youngest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: But it's, they, uh, you've never seen people like this, like just. Just get up and do it. What's wrong with you? Right. And what's wrong with you? You should be doing it every day if they told you every other. Yeah. You should do it five times a day.
4: And the and, and, and Chris is like, no, you're recovering. You gotta have a day to recover because you're strengthening. You're not stretching. We're not to the stretching yet. I'm going go, Oh God, I don't know if I can get through the strengthening. And of course my mom and dad just love to remind me of my age. Yeah. As if that has anything to do with my frozen shoulder, which Chris assures me happens most frequently, mm-hmm. between like 40 and 60. Makes sense.
5: Well, it's imagine like, that you're in that period. Yeah. At the lower end, of course.
4: Right, right. But I mean, but just, it just happens. And he said, you know, don't even, you know, think it's because of don't your worry. age or something.
5: Well, stuff just happens. Slowly. Yeah, I
4: know it. I stuff know it. Just happens. So anyway, I don't know when I'm going to be able to swing dance with Casey. It's like, that was the gift of the Magi, that whole
3: situation.
4: You love doing that, though. I love doing it, but th- the shoulder that's bad is my swinging, is my...
3: Yeah, I understand.
4: And it's your bowling arm.
5: And it's yeah, my bowling arm. So it is your- really,
4: this shoulder is rock blocking me from yeah. fun.
5: It is. You know, oh, Lori. Well, muscle
3: recruitment is a real thing. I looked it
4: up. Did you look it it
5: up? Tell me what it means, because it's not. Well, it's got
3: quite the definition, Julie. It's actually called motor unit recruitment. Mm -hmm. I'm recruiting. Refers refers to the activation of additional motor units to accomplish an increase in contractile strength in a muscle. Yeah, A motor unit consists of one motor neuron and all of the muscle fibers it stimulates.
4: So it's basically if you are trying to strengthen something that's been impinged or yes. inflamed or whatever, like it could be any number. I mean, I'm sure athletes are very used to this terminology. I Muscle uh, recruitment is I a new one for you. I am not what I would call an athlete. I'm a I'm
1: really? an exercise
4: You are too. On. You're an exerciser. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not, uh, you know... What you're you? not an athlete i'm not an athlete i didn't let her i couldn't even finish out the badminton season in 10th grade for crying out loud it was why did you get a sore i truly i fell on my knees my very first match it was so humiliating <laughs> i thought because i was good at backyard badminton i could play high school so you, oh no i understand that my girlfriend and i we well our coach just sort of looked at us oh, and, a, and yeah okay <laughs> and was just like yeah maybe there's another sport and then we joined intramurals which are totally fun
5: totally fun yeah i know yeah, no i played a little uh tennis today
4: yeah and now you had a tennis impingement like I a, had tennis the elbow. elbow forever yeah. yeah and it comes back the minute you start doing something
5: no you just really have to be careful yeah well how yeah. do you
4: do it when it's your playing
5: arm i played with my other remember last year oh did, are you doing that no oh i'm back to my original. like i wish
4: i could dance with my other arm i wish i could dance with my you, left. if
5: you just tried it maybe you could It's kind of amazing what you can learn and it's good for your brain. Well, it is. It's amazing Casey what you would have on. to switch his yeah, arm. Yeah, he too. would have
3: to. He, Lori would have to lead.
4: No, no, Casey. No? He would just have to. We'd both have to probably switch our arms. Yeah.
5: All I know. That would be a brain challenge, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna
4: work on the shoulder recruitment. Shoulder and see recruiting what can be done, and I can just dance the regular way. And in the meantime, I'm looking for some mouth guards for driving.
5: <laughs> I, those potholes, though, I was thinking. Of- it is
4: treacherous. People are walking down the street because the ice, the sidewalks just keep. I mean, Casey was outside with a shop vac and a, what do you call that? Ice pick. No. Well, he had the ice pick. He was out there with a big, huge shop vac, which I think personally he secretly loves when he gets to use that, but not for this much water, and a chainsaw cutting a tree that was blocking a drain. He's like, it's a good damn thing we're not on vacation this week.
5: Well, because a lot of the flooding is getting into window wells and getting into a lot of people are worried about their basements. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh,
4: so, I mean, people, it was so lively in the neighborhood. People were out with, you know. Machinery, trying to. Brushing, shoveling, ice picking. I mean, it's like there's like all this, you know, ice activity. camaraderie that's <laughs> happening
5: with people. Well, there like, is winter snow camaraderie when everyone's out shoveling and you get to see your neighbors yeah, again.
4: Yeah. All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, we, we got it. even though everyone has heard about it, it's still our story we cannot get enough of. it. This is for all the lambs out there going to Mariah Carey tonight. Also, we could dedicate it to Michelle Obama. She's here tonight. And my buddy, Tom, was very disappointed that the lambs did not sell out Mariah Carey.
5: I would I'm go shocked. to this. Yeah. I would go to this if we weren't going to the two other events that yeah. we're going to tonight. Yeah, exactly. We've got a busy schedule. So there tonight.
4: are still tickets. It is the first time Mariah Carey has done a concert and she is playing downtown Minneapolis. At so, 4:00 PM,
5: so fun. And yeah. there's not a bad seat there.
4: No. Oh no. my gosh. Amazing. So, okay. Everybody, uh, like every late night talk show, every entertainment talk show, every political talk show, every morning show, every conservative, it didn't remember matter what it was the admissions cheating bribery scandal um that right now has 50 people arrested and the two most prominent being felicity huffman and Lori laughlin aka and becky and lynette scavo um you know that all everybody led with that there were you know funny jokes there were people who were really mad you know i i think um you know, the morning shows were just like they devoted a couple segments oh, yeah. to it. Kyle Richards was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen she and she gorgeous. knows Lori going way back.
5: Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. And
4: she was just absolutely astounded. Cause she's got five, four yeah. kids or something, and she's had like three of them go off to college. Mm-hmm. She just couldn't wrap her mind around it. So we went with the GMA story to just sort of uh Wrap up where we're at and what it means, and then Dan Abrams, you know, their legal beagle. Yeah, I can weigh in. Weigh in, on in. It. okay.
2: This morning, two of Hollywood's brightest stars are now facing major jail time in a college admissions cheating scandal that's rocked the country. Both women, Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, are accused of conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud all to help their daughters gain access into elite colleges. Huffman is an Emmy winner and Academy Award nominee known for playing Lynette Scavo in Desperate Housewives. Now she's playing the role of defendant. On Tuesday, she faced a federal judge. Her husband, shameless star William H. Macy, was seen walking into the hearing. Macy sat in the front row. She's now out on $250,000 bail. The actress is accused of bribery in real life, allegedly paying an admissions consultant to ensure that a proctor would improve her daughter's test scores. In the end, a 400 point jump over her PSAT score. Oops. Which is like... It's a big jump. It's a big, (laughs) big, (laughs) big, (laughs) kind of
5: unexplainable jump. 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 Big jump. And then
4: someone dug up Lynette Scavo on a Desperate Housewives thing where she bribed her son's soccer coach.
5: Right. (laughs) And then they found all these things from Full House when they were talking about bribing other people. I mean, there's a lot of this that goes on because it's like, yeah, you get might get a pass. You well, know? It,
4: Lori Laughlin was promoting her Hallmark thing last year or, yeah, last year in New York. And Wendy Williams played the clip from Good Day, New York, where Lori Laughlin Lori with her daughter, not the one who's the Insta, star, yeah. but the next daughter, saying, Well, we really were so excited for her to go to college. and you know, I didn't go to college. And we just, you know, we're right in the middle of all this stuff, all this preparation, and mm-hmm. we're working so hard. <laughs> she did the wee wee wee. And the girl just sat there and she just had the glummest look on her face. <laughs> mm-hmm. She looked like she was not in agreement with everything her mom was saying. <laughs> so I mean Bob Saget was on with Jimmy Kimmel. They did not bring it up.
5: I was I was wondering that. I was reading. Here's the thing, and just to back up a little bit. So yep. Lori Loughlin has two daughters, and she paid five hundred thousand dollars to get them on a crew team, which was a loophole to get them into University of Southern California. And
4: because they had some
5: they, crew, they they, needed, they had some
4: rowing spots available, rowing even spots though they available. never rowed.
5: Exactly. And so, and apparently Donnie said that they took um, pictures of the girls on rowing machines and then superimposed their face. I mean, really what people did. Yeah, they took
3: photos. I think that's mentioned in the next clip here.
5: Okay,
2: let's play play it. Also embroiled in the scandal, Lori Loughlin. The actress who rose to fame on Full House, playing the kind-hearted role model Aunt Becky. Social media seizing on that compassionate and courteous image. The hashtag Aunt Becky trending for most of the day. Lachlan and her husband Massimo Giannulli, the famous fashion designer behind the brand Massimo, are accused of paying $500,000 in bribes and fees to the University of Southern California in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits to the USC crew team despite the fact that they did not participate in crew, thereby facilitating their admission to USC. The couple even reportedly took pictures of their children on rowing machines. Lori Lachlan has now flown back to the United States from Canada and is expected to turn herself into authorities. If convicted, some legal experts estimate that Lachlan could face as many as 46 months, and Huffman as many as 18 months behind bars. Meanwhile, many parents and students are outraged learning about this scheme, especially with student loan debt at an all-time high of one and a
5: half trillion dollars.
4: They're going to have to start a scholarship program when this is all well, over. Well, they are.
5: You know, some of the things that I was um, interested in. In last, I've been
1: obsessed with this story. It's hard.
4: Not well, you know why? Be. Because I love it that it's overprivileged rich people who did something so stupid and so, um, heinous, hey, but without any you know moral uh Compass. backbone about it, and no one has been molested. Okay, so yes. this is a it's story. A that in a horrifying news cycle, it's like a breath of gossipy fresh air, if <laughs> you will, know, kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of. And yeah. people keep wondering, well, why didn't they just do what other people do and give a million dollars so that their kid gets in? And because I,
5: they didn't have access. This was something very interesting, okay, about law. You know, old names, old, old money, old money, having relationships, and um. They had on last night, I think I was watching Fox News. Um, they had on a gentleman from Solomon at administrations and his job, they hire them. To start working with kids at, in eighth grade oh my to pr- position them to make the right choices about sports, extracurricular activities, oh my gosh. how to start training for the tests. <laughs> is this, how this if you into- want to go to like a big dream yes, school or but that's something? Okay. Who is in this yeah, network? Yeah, our elite right, schools, except for there's a few that aren't. Right. And they talked about that in the past, peop- this has been going on forever. We'll name it the Johnson Wing or we'll call it the Massimo Wing or mm-hmm. the so and so Dormitory. Right, or whatever. or whatever. And it's been going on that access, but these people are elite people financially but, but they, they don't, don't have, have, the, have the connection. Got it. Yeah. And it felt to me after reading everything, like Felicity Huffman, um, just because her name is more on it, she wanted her kids to go to these elite colleges more than I think they did. The same with, oh, yes. with Lori Loughlin Laughlin yeah. and her same husband. Oh, they didn't get a chance to go to college. He did, but he just spent all the money his dad gave him and never went to college. Yeah. So they wanted to give that to their children. But the kids don't seem like they even wanted it. Yeah. So it's like parents fulfilling their fantasy through mm. via their children. Yes. <sighs> you know, so it's really... Right, let's hear from Dan Ayers. Okay, let's he hear has what a little thing says. to
3: say about this. Okay.
5: Legal ways to curry favor. What's the difference here,
3: Dan? Well, look, there's definitely a legal difference. Uh, in one, there's much more transparency. There's much more of an ability of a school to make a, a decision based on the facts as as they know them number two when it comes to these selective institutions we're talking about really big checks right and even then and even the singer involved in this case would sort of say to people that won't guarantee you admission he was effectively saying i can almost guarantee you admission That won't necessarily guarantee you admission. From a moral perspective, you can equate the two. From a legal perspective, there is a difference. And even the amount of money matters from a legal perspective. For example, uh, Lori Laughlin could potentially face uh, a more significant sentence than Felicity Huffman because she spent $500,000 twice, Felicity Huffman $15,000 only once. once
4: right
5: no well, it's and then
4: how do they wiggle around did this did this person uh help people with like singer? yeah the singer guy this william singer did he help them get uh, some kind of a ruling so that their kid could be decreed as having some kind of disability so they could take a test alone so it could be proctored yeah. and doctored
3: yeah up? But that's what we hear and but it, i mean it's it very hard time. to get that yeah. but very he
5: hard. had he had a he test had, administrator Involved okay. in the scandal. Yeah, in the so bribery ring. In the wing, bribery ring. In the bribery ring, if you will. And yesterday we made a decision on I can't
1: shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now trending report.
3: Interesting day on the World Wide Web Web.
1: Trending online this afternoon would be last night's bachelor finale. No spoiler alerts here. But no, you no. can no, never. Although we can say that uh there was a puzzling performance by Air Supply. Oh, you gave it away. Well, no, I did not. Oh, Please. I don't, I don't no, know. that is a spoiler-free uh, <laughs> recap of what happened on Colton's Bachelor finale there, last was it night. just
3: a collective air who?
1: <laughs> yeah, people kind of confused about <laughs> yeah. why Air Supply made a uh, feature last yeah, night. Uh, yeah. yeah, that happened. Lady Gaga, she's trending. She's dismissing pregnancy speculations. She said, however, that she is expecting a new album soon, so we have new music from lady gaga to look forward to and also trending the hollywood reporters most powerful stylists in hollywood uh, featuring julia roberts stylist among others uh, all of our red carpet looks coming courtesy of these people all right that's what's trending here at my talk now donnie time for the weather oh yes uh let's see rain and fog tonight
3: all the way through tomorrow lots of rain that's why we do have a flood watch in effect 39 is gonna be the low for tonight, and that's temper. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us.
4: We are obsessed, and we were actually have to be honest, we were a little bit happy that the weather was, you know, kennel up, tuckle up weather because we were reading the most amazing book, As Long As We Both Shall Live. Joanne Cheney is joining us. And Joanne, oh my gosh, what a page turner.
0: Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. Yes, Absolutely. you're so
4: welcome. Give people the setup of As Long As We Both Shall Live.
0: Um, it's about a, it's, it's set in uh, the Rocky Mountain National Forest in Colorado. A husband and a wife are hiking, and the husband comes rushing down the mountainside to tell people, my wife has fallen off this cliff. Um, and I think she's dead, uh, but it turns out that his first wife uh, was also killed under mysterious circumstances. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is what happened? Is he a killer? Is he a victim? You know, what's going on? It's, it's very Hitchcockian it's, with the twists
4: and turns. I I, I mean, wouldn't you agree?
5: Yeah, oh, totally.
4: And Joanne, do you agree with that? That it has a Hitchcock? Oh, I do, yeah. Okay.
5: So this it's, is your second yeah, novel. Yeah, and I really like that. Yeah. Yes. A, and it felt to us... Um, and I don't mean to be sexist, but it didn't feel like it was written from a woman. I i mean, I, that sounds really sexist. Yeah. But have you heard that before? I mean, some of your descriptions and stuff were so rotty and manly and unfeeling and <laughs> unsensitive and un, I mean, really well, she's writing from a man's perspective. I know, but book. oh my gosh,
0: <laughs> just yeah, nasty I've heard that mean before. for my first book too. Yeah. That I, it's a very, it's, you know, in some books you read, and I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it does sound kind of offensive when you're like, oh, a woman obviously wrote this, or a man obviously wrote this, so I I take it as a compliment. Yeah. It's supposed to be rough and it, dirty it, it, and it in just your face. It makes you feel all right. Cause there's so
5: many twists. I couldn't figure it out. I'm, you know, we just finished it. Laura, you finished it the other day. L- yeah,
4: I finished it this weekend, but I was I was really happy that it was like cold and snowy out and that I was like, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to curl up with this book for like two solid hours and not stop reading. It was wonderful.
5: And you, Joanne, if you're just joining us, the book is As Long as We Both Shall Live, a novel by Joanne Cheney. And Joanne, you started out, if you try to kill your wife without a plan, you will fail. I mean, if that doesn't bring the reader in, I'm not quite sure what does. Yeah. And the theme in this book is being, you know, in a relationship with someone you absolutely can't stand, but you don't want to get away from.
0: Right. Very toxic. Yeah. Oh my
4: god. T- tell us about how you um you know you have this you have song at lyrics
5: at the beginning of all the chapters or
4: or like sections you can't always get what you want as your first one. Um I didn't pick up on that until like halfway through the book, but I d- I did like that.
0: Yeah, um I actually it doesn't I, I listen to music when I write. I think a lot of writers do. Okay. Um, I'd actually put together a playlist for my father of some of the songs that are included in mm-hmm. those titles, in the section titles. Okay. Um, so it's what I'd been listening to. And as I was writing it, I thought, you know, some of these lyrics are perfect for the titles yeah. of these, you know, sections. So Did... that's kind of how it just worked out perfectly, I think.
4: Now, um, Joanne, when you, because like Joey said, your first book is What You Don't Know. This one is As Long yeah. As We Both Shall Live. Do, do you, because you're writing, you know, really a, a twisty psychological thriller, I mean, do you know how it's going to end or do you find out as you're writing the characters?
0: I find, I find out as I'm writing, because okay. so sometimes it's as big of a surprise for me. All and then right. I have to go back and fill in blanks when I kind of come across this big, you know, I'm blown away, like, oh, that's what happens. Then yeah. I have to go back and rewrite.
5: Yeah, it's it really is just so deliciously good. So here's a question: How do you even come up with such a twisted, horrible idea? <laughs> oh, you know? I mean, because well, really, are you in a, uh, were you in a bad marriage once, or is there anything that reflects you in this book besides living in Colorado? Um,
0: uh, <laughs> well, there, um, yes, uh, there actually was um, a case here in Colorado of a gentleman who pushed his wife off of the cliff, and then it turned out that he'd also murdered his first wife. That uh-huh. happened several years ago. Uh-huh. Um, but I took that and, and kind of ran with it, but I also went through a pretty bad marriage myself. So I'm going to say when, you know, I hear the comments that this you write about a long-term marriage gone bad so well, well... I mean, yes, I am. I was a part of, of one, not a terrible one, but right. yeah, some of that is my own life. Yeah. So. yeah. Not that I've murdered anyone. You know, <laughs> this is good to like know
5: because so. yeah. we didn't want yes. you to confess that on the airwaves <laughs> here today. You right. know, You know, in your book, there's, um, I was just reading some of the comments on like Goodreads or something and, um, I hated the movie The War of the Roses so much with Danny DeVito and Kathleen Turner. Mm -hmm. Uh And someone is saying, you know, there are two dilemmas that rattle the human soul. How do you hold on to someone that won't stay and how do you get rid rid of someone that won't go? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like that's being dealt with in your book. But I hated that movie so much. I love this book so much because I don't know why... (sighs) I empathized. I mean, the police characters in here—you yes. you could build. I mean, I like how you weaved their stories into it, and yes. it just—it—it it just felt like you always wanted to turn the page. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm glad now, to hear that. Um, we were just reading. <laughs> we
4: we did some googling about you, and we saw that uh, Bruno Papandrea's made up stories, has acquired the film rights to. Um, as long as we both shall live. And they also optioned um, Leanne Moriarty's Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, which, I mean, they kind of are really getting a lot of women-centric storylines.
0: Are you excited about that or will you be involved? Um, I will be involved to a degree. I am super excited to see it. I'm very interested to see, you know, what they do to bring it to the screen and you know, no spoiler alerts, but right. there are twists that I have discussed with them. That you know, like how would we do this for right. the screen, and how how would we make that work without giving anything away? Um, but I'm thrilled because they have done such awesome things. With I mean, they were they produced Gone Girl, they did mm-hmm. Big Little Lies on right. HBO. Right. I mean, they've done amazing things. I mean, so this is I am excited. I'm,
5: this huh. is your second book. That is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, and you
4: know, really, I was convinced that Matt, the husband, I mean, I was convinced of all these things, both about Matt and Marie, and every time I thought I had something figured out, you would totally take the story in another direction. I'm like, okay, now what is going (laughs) to (laughs) happen?
0: That's so good to hear, because I think as a writer, I'm so close to the story that sometimes I don't know whether a twist is working or not even when I reread it myself and I think oh I don't I don't know if that's a surprise so it's so good to hear oh it's so true
4: have you done your book tour for this book as long as we both shall live have you been out on the road
0: Um, I have not. I, I mean, I've been around to some bookstores in Colorado. I had a book release party. I went to Florida two weekends ago and and did a festival down there, but I don't have anything really planned out and about. Yeah. Well, people
5: are going to eat this book up. I mean, and obviously. I hope so. Oh, it's so (laughs) delicious. And, you know, when you're writing this, Joanne, who did you grow up just loving reading as a child?
0: Um, well, as a kid, I read a lot of Stephen King. I think Mm -hmm. I I read a lot of horror. Um, I read a lot of old classics, a lot of Dickens, Little Women. I mean, and as I got older um, and, you know, got married, had kids, I would stick to like the the new releases, the popular stuff that I could grab off the shelf really quickly um, and read. So, and I read widely, so I wouldn't say that I, I can't think of anyone that's a major Influence in my life, I think you know I read widely, and I think that that's good for any any writer or reader to read widely because there's so much out there that's so good. There, yeah.
5: What's the last great book you've read?
0: Um. Let's see, I actually just reread most recently um, Mildred Pierce by James Cain. Yes. Did that um, hold up for you? Did you interesting- like it? Oh, I loved you it. Did. It's a okay. beautiful book and I actually wish I could write like that. It's it's a very quiet sort of novel about like not very much happens, mm-hmm. um but it's so spellbinding. You just I I couldn't stop turning the pages. It's amazing. All
4: right, that's oh, good. That's a, I've never read Mildred, but no, I just I. saw the adaptation with Kate Winslet on like HBO or Showtime which was not very good. For that no. story. No,
5: we couldn't stand it. Yeah. Actually, quite you just frankly. go watch oh, the Joan <laughs> yeah. Crawford
4: mo- movie version, I think. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah, so, um, Yeah, do that. I hope they can film as long as we both shall live in Colorado, right in Estes Park, because that is so beautiful there.
0: It is, and I think it would really lend. I mean, I think the park and the scenery and the landscape oh. and everything would lend itself really well to the movie. If you could just fantasy cast someone yes. for Matt and
4: Marie, who would your two be main characters? Who would you just uh, press the you know wave your magic wand? Uh,
0: you know, it's it's interesting because I've had this que- I've had the question from the production company and from people, from readers, and I'm having I've had some trouble. I've thought you know maybe Matt. Matthew McConaughey, um, because you need someone who is very, who is is kind of trustworthy, but can kind of be a slime ball. Yes. Have problems in my head, kind of yes. coming up with that. Um, for Marie, perhaps a dark haired. Charlie's Theron. Oh, um, yeah, I like that. But I mean, I'm up for whoever. I, I just don't know. I can't really pin it. When I write, I don't, I don't yeah, see Of course not. Of course not.
4: Yeah. But so. I, I could I could just see that. Yeah. Once I saw that, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad this has been an option because I do think it'll be really a great, whether it's a series or whatever. Because you it's go back and part. forth
5: between present time, past time, and, yeah. and, and all the, it, it's got really great characters. It is so delightful to meet you,
0: Joanne. So nice to meet you guys, Chaney. too. am Cheney, the book you. is As
5: Long As We Both Shall Live. Are you working on your
0: third novel as we speak? I am. I actually am kind of switching back and forth between books three and four. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the simultaneously so
2: you new go, things will girl. be out soon
0: hopefully yeah listen congratulations
5: <laughs> you. to you and we will look forward to seeing this on the screen is it going to be the big screen or a mini
0: series or i believe it's going to be the big screen it'll be a feature film okay Ooh. wow Good exciting
5: lord all right so fun and we um we want to go back and read your first book now but uh you are a wonderful writer it was really nice meeting you
0: nice to meet you too thank you so much for having
4: me on again yeah thanks joanne okay 651-641-1071 we've got a couple copies of the book to give away so good it is so good and when we come back um well we just have to discuss one more thing as it relates to uh you know the college admissions bribery scandal which is gossip giving us life because it doesn't involve hurting any actual people or children The cheating bribery scandal, unfortunately for them, they're the most well-known names. And of course, I do feel for kids, you know, who didn't get in, you oh, know, because these people, these uh, these uh, rich uh, people got, you know, got this advantage and, uh, you know, had to do their bribing in another way. They couldn't, they, they didn't have the connection to just spend a million dollars and get a dorm and get some access, which, you know, people have been doing. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, what is going to happen to all their film and TV projects? Felicity has a lot coming
5: out. And Lori Laughlin is on regularly scheduled shows. So, talk about what Felicity has. Okay, Felicity
4: has. Here's what she has. Her next thing that's coming out. I mean, it's so embarrassing because they are consistently working actresses who have like this nice, very nice, wholesome image, right? They do. Yeah. Um, I
5: feel like if you met people, they wouldn't have anything bad to say about these people.
4: Their friends are probably just absolutely shocked. They can't even believe it. Right. So, okay. Felicity is on April 26th. She's in a movie with Patricia Arquette and Angela Bassett that is a Netflix comedy called Otherhood. Okay. She probably won't be on the She won't PR be on the press tour. tour. No. She also plays prosecutor Linda Farstein in When They See Us. Which is Ava DuVernay's miniseries recounting the Central Park Five case in 1990. Yes, I do too. That
5: will premiere on Netflix May 31st. Okay, so she won't be doing that. Ava DuVernay will be doing that. Well, yeah, Ava is
4: going to get real, you know, she's probably, they'll say, don't ask it. And then Huffman just wrapped production on an indie film called Tammy's Always Dying.
5: Right, and so, um, Varsity, I think, did this story, and they called Netflix, they've called Huffman, they've called everybody. No one's responding. No one's responding mm-hmm. to anything. No. And then Lori Laughlin is reprising her role, role as Becca in the fifth and final season of Fuller House, mm-hmm. which has been very successful for Netflix. Um, that's going to be released this fall, but she also is in a Hallmark Channel series, When Calls the Heart. Yeah, she's t- taken down her Twitter, but she
4: was always tweeting things out to her hearties. Yes, so apparently i watched that. You've watched yeah, this yeah. When Calls the Heart. It's in yeah. its sixth season, and she's also been in production on this show called Garage Sale Mystery, which is new.
5: Right.
3: Is that Hallmark, too?
5: Yes, that is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Because um, we know
3: she was filming in Vancouver when she got
4: called. Well, that's out.
5: where they filmed. Yeah. The When um, Calls the Heart. Yes.
1: Yeah.
5: So I'm just thinking, you know.
4: And Felicity Huffman writes uh, 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 an advice for Mom's website called What the Flicka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now she's kept her Insta and Twitter up. Felicity, Lori Laughlin took hers down and I don't know if she was getting more clap back because she spent the, you know, half a million dollars. Yeah.
5: No, and she the, spent a million. When you I mean, said oh, she paid 500,000 two per, times. Per per, yeah. per per child. I don't know. Um last night, you know, there were a lot of um there was a lot of celebrities um, kind of saying, wow, 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 wow. And, yeah. um, one of them that I thought was really bad, but it, it was initiated by Rob Lowe's son, John Lowe. Mm-hmm. And he posted a, the, the kid, you know, kids are really upset. I mean, right now there's an Asian student who has straight A's, aced everything, aced everything is gone over and above. And he is suing, um, Harvard right now, mm-hmm. because they didn't, he didn't get in, okay. and he thinks that they're discriminating against Asians. So that's been a suit that's going on okay. right now. But a lot of kids don't get into colleges, and you see these other people getting in. So Rob Lowe's son, John Lowe, tweeted last night out a picture of him graduating from Stanford with his brother, writing... um Let's see, still proud of, no, what did he write? He said, proud of my achievement, but worked really hard, hard for it. And um, I had to, you know, stay in weekends, study, study, study. And it took a lot to get into Stanford. Mm-hmm. And then his dad retweeted, retweeted the photo, who is Rob Lowe, and said, very proud of my honest, hardworking sons. And I thought, hey, hey, Rob, hmm. mm-hmm. you know, good for your son for doing that. But why do you need to retweet it? And I felt like, you know, er- he people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, right. He has a very bad scandal on his hands with an underage woman in a hotel room way back when. Yeah, yeah. He has apparently taken down that treat. Lena Dunham, you know, has treated out James Vanderbeek. Well, it's- I'm looking at
4: Lena, I didn't think hers was too bad. All the people involved in the college scam should have gathered their money and started a small elite college where Lori Lachlan teaches a class on smiling.
3: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: Pat and Oswald just paid four hundred twenty-five
5: k to get my daughter
4: into a color me mine. Oh, that is
5: funny. So, Lena had a couple other treats like my parents. Um, you know, would wouldn't pay. They didn't care enough about me going to college, but they'd pay for a good boyfriend to sit next to me in the ER.
4: Yeah, so and she and other people like Samantha B. Breaking news: entrance into college unjust, tilted in favor of white kids with rich parents. Exactly. You know, so there's yeah. been all over the thing, but yeah, I will. I would think that um, uh, both of them have hired a PR consultant and Big crisis, time. you know, person. And
5: looking at um, Felicity Huffman. You know, she, when the FBI went to her house, they all had their guns out. Um, Standard
4: protocol. I know it is. Just ask Roger Stone. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
5: Exactly. And then she's in a shirt and she's wearing, you know, the over oversized glasses. And she just looked, if you can imagine. (sighs)
3: Devastated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: If you can, can imagine, and shameful. Yeah. yeah.
4: And, well, and, and bo- both of them have had, particularly Lori Lachlan in 2017, must have been when she was promoting Full House, she trotted out her kids and talking about college on the regular. And like in another interview with page six, she said, you know, we're not the kind of parents that pressure our kids into going to any certain kind of school. Mm. Um, I always say, just do the best you can. And mom and dad will pay for the rest. The
2: rest. For, take my husband, care.
4: for my husband, too, their dad. We were never like at school. You have to get straight A's. We were not those parents. We were always like, you know what? Give it your all. Do it the best you can. That's all you can do. I don't want to put too much pressure, stress on
5: stress on them. Well, yeah, well, I guess
4: we just pay to yeah. get them in. Yeah.
5: Oh anyway, yeah. Uh-oh. All this these Georgetown little- gal, um, her name is um uh. oh, what is her name? Isabella Henrique Henriques and Henriquez. And she is she's gloated about cheating on her SATs to get into Georgetown. On her hmm. LinkedIn page, she calls herself a rapid learner. And um, her problem solving got her accepted into Georgetown University. Knowingly cheating on her SATs, and her dad is head of a big firm. I mean, his firm. It's um, what is it? Isn't it like some big hedge fund, or is it a chemical? And he paid four hundred twenty five thousand dollars to get her into this college and had her be on the tennis team. She's
4: never, she probably paid never played tennis. But then yeah.
5: she, the, well, but she willingly was in on it. Yes, I've been practicing tennis and blah 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 blah.
4: Oh bread and beer. So no. anywho,
5: she might be in a little bit trouble. Yeah, I guess so. All the right, scandal. kids. The scandal continues and
4: the scandal continues. With Jeopardy next. Hey, thank you, Donny.